0: Yes, it's a Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. And now the hosts of Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Hello and welcome once again to the Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. My name is Rich Conroy. With me as always
1: lovely and talented Mr. Patrick. Hey everybody, how are you? That was Pat taking his glasses out of his shirt. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Keep forgetting <laughs> that the speaker is right there on the shirt. So. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Nobody this is why Pat's one. not a newscaster. Exactly, exactly. He like,
0: just has everything in his shirt pocket. Need a pen?
1: <laughs> Hold on, let me get my handkerchief.
0: Breath exactly. mint, lozenge.
1: <laughs> everything in the one shirt pocket that's right next to the speaker. <laughs> oh, you need change of a dollar? Hold on. <laughs> <You know. laughs> All right, so
0: today, uh, how are we doing today, Pat?
1: I'm all right. I'm all right. And yourself, my friend?
0: I'm not too bad. It's uh, go. I was surprised that it rained overnight. I didn't saw
1: nothing about it on the on the weather. Oh no, it was all over the weather yesterday. That was supposed to rain all night. Well, fair enough. Okay. What? I mean, you didn't pay attention, which is a different uh, story.
0: That's apparently <laughs> true. That's apparently true. Because I woke up this morning, I went downstairs, and like water <laughs> on the street. <laughs> How what is this sorcery? yeah that was was a surprise that was a surprise for me i was gonna consider going fossil hunting later today but i don't think i'm doing that so that's all right Uh, it's it's fine it's fine i only have a few more a few more good days before i absolutely have to have um boots
1: oh i see before it's really 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 freezing cold water yeah it's water's
0: damn cold at this point but uh you know, if I get in there and I get moving around for an hour or so, I'm all right, but whew, it's cold.
1: <laughs> last, last
0: time I went, I was I went real early. Like I got there at like, I don't know, nine o'clock in the morning. Oh, and the water hadn't warmed up yet. Holy Christmas. No, I, I jumped down into the brook and I almost, I almost was like, nope, going home. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, Understood. it'll be fine. I'll just, you know. I'll, Tough I'll, move it I'll move around and I'll move around enough and it'll be a-okay. Gotcha. So, gotcha. Yeah. Then by the time I was done, uh, I was there for like three hours and change. And uh, that's apparently too much.
1: Ah, cause then yeah. your toes are white and frozen. No,
0: Not that I was exhausted cause you're traipsing around in a brook.
1: Oh, I got you. And I digging you. and doing this and that. And I was
0: just not at all capable of going to work. And yet I did. You have to. Not. Oh, my legs hurt so bad at Oregon. I was like, what's the matter? Why are you hobbling like that? I'm like, I was looking for rocks. <laughs> Terrible.
1: I got you. I'm got so you. dumb. Yeah, well, these things happen. I was having fun like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to have a life. You remember what that is, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: Not most of the people I work with. Most of the people I work with literally go home, uh, cook, wake up, cook, come to work that's oh it god they, they literally do nothing else i, I, I don't do that no i don't get it either but no. that's fine exactly. Uh, exactly yeah so let's cover where we are the 17th episode of ultraman Z. uh belly rock yes no wait yes yeah belly rock. um yeah um, i'm sorry i was thinking it was the next one but it is not it's not rechallenged from the year 2020 um the space Which party. I'm
1: going to say ahead of time is an excellent title for this year.
0: Yeah, yeah, everything's a rechallenge. Everything's nothing's easy. Yeah, nothing's, nothing's easy, easy this easy year. At all. Oh, I bought it. We had to get a new air fryer because ours crapped out. Oh, good lord! Yeah, I ordered a replacement part because I figured that's what it was, but that turns out that's not what it was. Ah, that bites. That bites. Yeah. What are you going to do? Not Amazon, will take it back. It's exactly. fine. Exactly. Um, the space pirate Alien Barossa has returned. Alien Barossa is determined to steal Ultraman Zet's new weapon, Bellyrock. Our hero cannot allow Belly Rock's hidden power to fall into the hands of an evil alien. So with Juggler also in the mix, the battle for the Mystic Sword begins.
1: Okay. Fair enough. Yeah.
0: So we get right after killing Mezzoboros, um, the figure it sounds like a town in upper New Jersey it does. somewhere near Hohokus.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Except it doesn't have
0: as many dashes. That's right. Uh the figure they figure drops from the sky and is introduced, of course, as an alien Barossa. Taking Mitsuboros' mechanical claw for his own weapon, which I didn't see coming, quite frankly. I figured that uh that
1: storage was gonna grab onto that. Um well, or I do like didn't. the fact that they are allowing the Bellier rock toy to have its own mind. So now you can actually, you know, right. pretend to have a discussion with it. This is why you have to let me use you, blah, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. You know.
0: Yeah, I like that. <laughs> so he takes the he takes the uh, claw and just puts it on like a glove, right? And the best part of that is all the laser stuff still fires. It still works great.
1: It's all perfect. When you take it off any other hand and put it on your hand, it's still going to work. Yeah. Like, okay,
0: sure. All right. I don't need to understand where it's getting any power from, but it's fine. Whatever. (laughs) Sure. Oh, hold on. There we go. Science.
1: There it is. Science. (laughs) Uh,
0: So um, he confronts Set over the possession of belly rock. The sword breaks free and allows himself to be used by alien Perosa when the alien, um, uh, when the alien, well, geez guys, that's t- terrible yeah. English. Well, the um, other
1: part of it that I did like is now that Perosa has got the sword, he tries to fly off the sword. All of a sudden just becomes incredibly heavy, drops to the ground and says, no, I want to slice more interesting things. You got to yeah. get me something interesting to slice. Yeah. I'm not doing yeah, yeah, yeah. this.
0: And he's like, "What? Are you, are you kidding me?" And he's like, "No, you're just not capable of satisfying me." It's it's, <laughs> it's uh, if I had a nickel for every time I've heard it, but yeah, I, and
1: usually from a woman.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm gonna say all the all, all all the time from that's the joke I was making. That's I know I just had I to help. Making. I had to. help. I don't know if that helped. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking that may have. Uh, address all complaints complaint. to Pat Rooney at five, <laughs> five, yeah. Um So, Belly Rock takes this opportunity to leave. Um, let's see, we've got... Uh, oh, so, Kaburagi's arrest warrant is issued for his constant violation of rules. And a three-way battle for the Belly Rock ensues with juggler challenging Barossa. Uh, yes. After proving that with his uh, style, Belly Rock chooses Juggler as his new wielder, and uh, he walks off from Hurricane. Right. yeah. Go ahead.
1: I did like the actual sword battle that they had. One oh, using yeah. the Belly Rock, you know, and the other one using the sword. That was very, very cool. I yeah. always like this practical effect, so
0: yeah. I just want to point that out. Yeah, it's it's it was it's a nice, uh, very well co- uh, coordinated. Yes. No, choreographed. Choreographed is the word I was looking for. I've That's had fine. that problem before. <laughs> I remember. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Barossa decides to fight Zet to avenge his fallen order brother by swallowing durian seed, Durin seeds to grow. Despite the addition of Yoko and Wyndham in the playing field, in a great, great arrival, she comes down and just starts laying slapping him up right away. Yeah. Um, and I liked that she used uh, like, he had that weird, uh, sort of electric bullwhip effect going on. Yep. And then, uh, she puts all the energy of Wyndham into his right hand and just, which affects. was,
1: that was just, I a did not know you could do that, but sure. Come on. I know. I know. I forgot the science part. Yeah. But once they started it, you're sitting there going all right yeah, sure. sure
0: sure 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 the unlimited <laughs> mode or whatever it was and it just it, he's like oh not my head not my head not my head <laughs> it like lights him on fire yes yeah i also like the fact that he's got that swirly face and they made part of it like uh has like a sort of hatch in it yes yes that it was, was kind of the-
1: yeah, you mean like the center part where you can just kind of put stuff into, or the mouth, or no, like Barosa's Barosa's face has that Right, a little bit, swirl, right? and then in the middle he can just kind of shove stuff into that little circle. Yeah, apparently quadrant. so. Sure, yeah. <laughs> everybody's got that. Of I mean, course, we do. Technically, we can shove stuff in our
0: nose. It's not going to do anything, and the stuff comes out of it that almost never helps. But, no, uh definitely not. Definitely <laughs> not. <laughs> I've, mean, uh, you know. In the 50 years I've been alive, no one's ever been like, if only we had some snot. That would be. Hold on. I'm I've got some for you. <laughs> I'm congested. Hold on. So, uh, the, uh, he even uses Wyndham as a hostage because, like, he they, he comes out of that uh, with just his head smoldering, which is pretty funny. Yeah. Um, and
1: then uh, Zet becomes Delta Rise Claw. And, uh, Now, did it bother you how slow these transformations were? Nah.
0: You're just
1: kind of used to them being this slow? Because I thought the two transformations that we had in this episode were interminably slow. Just, oh, hold on. Let me do this. Oh, wait. There's another move. And, oh, okay. There we go. I think this is, and I still think this is
0: shorter than, it's definitely shorter than Gene's transformations ever were yeah but the, uh, like it's, I'd, it's I'd like it better gotta be half it a minute at tops it's got to be half a minute tops it can't be any
1: longer than that yeah, but it, it just like, feels like forever yeah sorry, if it's it it
0: irritating does. to you then you're just gonna be like all right fine yeah let's exactly. see how long it is oh. <laughs> it's like waiting for a commercial on a YouTube video <laughs> yeah so, in their conversation, the belly rock had a discussion with juggler and decides to return to Zet after seeing his and Haruki's determination, but not before promising to keep Hepacora um, secret. And uh, with belly rock, Zet turns the tables and kills this Barosa with the Deathsium Fang, which was yes, holy moly! It's <laughs> just giant flaming belly head
1: just eating the barossa eat which was cool eat. i mean that was just incredibly cool
0: uh yeah and, and speaking of monsters eating it's like we have a theme this week with this in the next episode the i don't remember this other monster the, the other monster eats stuff but uh this one
1: uh gets eaten oh okay 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 i got you i got you yeah
0: yeah now, um, meanwhile, Celebro Matt realizes that Kabaragi's body has taken a great deal of injury and needs to find another host. Well,
1: not just that, he's about to get arrested. And also, that the, the alien does, doesn't want to go to jail, so he just takes over one of the policemen. Oh, can you th- hit that science bell for me?
0: Can, yeah, <laughs> when you think about it,
1: would it matter if you're in jail if you can just swap bodies like that? No. No, but why even head, Why even waste your time going yeah. to the jail when you can swap out before you even get that far? Why deal with paperwork, is what I'm saying. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh...
0: And so the, a uh, GAFJ captain, Asano, they, uh, he tries to appreh- apprehend Kabaragi, but Juggler's attack disables his weapon and allows Libro to use his body all the while using the recently awakened Kaburagi as a scapegoat
1: for all of his atrocities. Of course. Of course. <sighs> I mean, like I said, I like the episode. I don't like the transformation scenes. Right. The, the fact that they have to now bulk them out a little bit means they don't have enough storyline for the episode because you can see when they have enough storyline, they make them quicker so the less storyline the longer the transformation is that's the only way i can explain it i well i think that at a certain point they
0: they keep doing the transformations because you're still trying to sell right right you're right. still no, trying I to sell that. risers. so uh, you go okay that's fine uh, and for the weeks that you do it you you run through Bang it. Through them. Yep. Right. You have to kinda use another story as a reinforcer. Like, hey, remember, you gotta go through it like this in order to make sure it works because this is how it is. Yeah. I, I I think it's a reinforcement thing, like, oh yeah, you know, to see have a kid see the routine of it, uh, gets to hear all the features again, and you know, it's that first wave of kids who didn't buy it, and then you get that okay.
1: second wave of kids who are like, yeah, maybe that is kind of cool, you know, like, I should I guess, one of those. I guess, I guess. I mean, it's just a, a weird sort of question that you may not know. Does Bandai actually pay for the time that the thing is on screen of the no, series?
0: They, no, they sponsor that. they own a 50, a 40, 49, 48 percent. No, I understand. Subraya. They don't have to, the, 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 all the this, it's not a, it's not a sponsorship. Like boy, Haruki's drinking an awful lot of
1: mellow yellow this season. Oh, you know, I, like, I they already strange. own enough portion of it. They yeah, just need to sell the toy. And they, it's like a how,
0: uh, gosh, there's very little, some, there's very little like it in American television. Right. Cause nothing's of. directly
1: sponsored in the same manner. That's the right. Not anymore. In the old
0: days you'd have,
1: uh, palm olive is the rosemary Clooney hour you know right right and you'd have that's why soap operas were first invented because to sell soap to, to sell housewives, soap to housewives. right exactly you're not wrong
0: you're not wrong yeah, um, yeah. but yeah it's it's sort of a uh, we should we, we're, we should have jeff back on the podcast because i bet he would be able to explain it much, much more, better than, yeah. much more thoroughly and less dumb
1: <laughs> <laughs> no you're fair enough It's fair now
0: with 50% less conjecture you know like
1: <laughs> yeah that's fair that's fair so our trivia uh,
0: is episodes littered with references and two franchises and series under Bondi's sponsorship Barossa 2 firstly proclaims hear me out followed by ending his line with let's make it showy both lines come from Daigo Kiryu and Captain Marvelous um those are from uh, Sentai Kaiu Ruger and uh, Kaizuko Sentai Gokaiger. So those were some Super Sentai okay. Power Rangers type shows. Okay. Uh, further tying to Gokaiger, Barossa 2 arms himself with the left mechanical claw and performs final break using belly rock. Aside from his voice actor, uh, um, Tomokazu Seki voicing the Gokaiger's equipment, the left arm claw gives him resemblance to one of the characters
1: on the show. Ah, okay. So you'd have to know both shows to actually get that reference. Oh, so it, it that's gets why deeper. We have the fan wiki. Go ahead. Yeah, holy moly! There's
0: a there's a fight with uh, with juggler uh, Barosa Two shouts, ikuz, ikuze, 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 Before marching forward, the line in question is a reference to Momotaro's of Common Rider Den O, who happens to be voiced by the same suit actor. Um, okay. In Wyndham, Yoko redirects all of the energies to her right hand to perform the Wyndham-Yoko impact. Uh, <laughs> when Yoko is first reject- redirecting those energy supplies, the screen showing uh, Wyndham's inner working becomes pinkish, a clear reference to the Trans Am activation in Mobile Suit Gundam 00.
1: Okay. Sure. 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 I'm glad everybody else got those clear references because I was lost. (laughs) The
0: following process leads to said punch attack is a frame-by-frame replication of the God Gundam from Mobile Fighter G Gundam with Yoko's Burning Impact line being a clear reference to Domon's heat end.
1: Um... Symbolism is all
0: irony. As Barossa 2, the receding end of the attack, uh, also voiced Domon in Mobile Suit G Fighter Gundam. Holy okay. moly.
1: Yeah, that's a bit much. There's I a mean, lot of I, stuff going on here. I don't mind them referencing other stories. That's fine. I can't watch everything at all, right. especially not everything from Japan. Right. So I, I don't mind them referencing all that other stuff. I think it's kind of interesting to find out what they're referencing.
0: Yeah. yeah. that's why we do it. Yeah. So yeah. let's see if uh, we have, again, a little mini monster minute for uh Marosa. He's between two and 53 meters tall, uh, 10, 110 kilos to 25,000 tons. He is, of course, from Planet Barossa. He's got of the. Of course. Hey, here's the thing Where did he get the King Joe gun? He had the King Joe gun at a certain point in the episode when, when Delta Rise Claw was chasing him, and he's flying away, and he's like, and I'm like, where did he pull that out of?
1: I thought that was just a plain old Gatling gun. I'm confused. Well, no, that's
0: the one that King Joe had on his arm when he showed up the first time. Uh, yeah. No, I didn't. Did not Weird, right? Not aware.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Go figure. I don't know. So, yeah, he's our, uh, he's, uh, again, their name is likely derived from Barbarossa, a pair of notorious Turkish brothers who are pirates and operated off the coast of North Africa during the 15th century.
1: Okay, that makes sense. I like
0: that. I do like that. Barossa Give us is a the reference
1: that we have to actually look up. I like. Yeah, that. sure.
0: <laughs> Quite frankly, we've had to look them all up. I don't know any, mean I don't know <laughs> enough mobile scoop Gundam to be like, oh, they were obviously referencing.
1: No, I'm talking the the reference to a 16th century pirate off the coast of South Africa. That sure, one. sure. Yeah,
0: good point. Uh, Barossa is designed by artist Kengo Kusakoni and. Uh, Kusanoki, sorry about that. Under the image of an alien that will represent the Reiwa era of Japan, true to form, he is the first new alien race of the Reiwa series to be given a suit. Oh, I... so he's sort of a our uh, he's our uh, what's the word I'm looking for our uh, Reiwa ambassador. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah, that works for me. Sure, uh, sure.
1: But yeah, it, it was a pretty it was a pretty good episode. I'm not, you know, it wasn't. I, I will complain about the transformations, but other than that, I did like it. I mean, yeah. there, there wasn't, I'll go really crazy, there wasn't enough explosions for me. <laughs> <but> <laughs> I do like the fact that they gave the belly rock its own little storyline. So now you can say, well, the belly rock chose to work with Haruki because he just wants to, Slice interesting things and things right. Haruki will slice all sorts of interesting stuff and then left at the end again. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like it's just so, get interesting. We all know that he's going to end up in celebro's uh, in celebro's possession by the end of this. No, has, but the, he has to. But I mean, no, by, no. towards
1: the uh, he leaves again at the end of the episode, doesn't he? No, no. He Are joined. You sure? I'm. I'm I would have written that part down. I don't think he oh, did man. because he, the belly up agrees to work with Haruki because Haruki had asked you borrow his strength.
0: Yeah. But I think at the end of the episode, it's like, thank you. Uh Oh, no, you're right. The belly, belly rock rock does vent. vanish. And It like, just vanishes. See you later. Yeah, jerk. Just leave. You know? So <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. And I'm like, that can't be good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I completely up. forgot about that part until yeah. you okay, pointed it fine. out and had to re-look it up. That's perfectly fine. Okay, so uh, that's it for this particular uh, story, and coming up next uh, after the break is the mysterious alien who fell out of bed, episode 23 of, <laughs> <laughs> of Ultraman Leo. And we'll be right back after this. And yes, we're back with a little bit more Science Patrol. Um, Covering right now, episode 23 of Ultraman Leo, The Mischievous Alien Who Fell Out of Bed, which is a really long title. Um, And really annoying. Yeah, it's a... The whole episode was annoying. Oh, see, can't can't agree with you there, Pat. Going to go with hated the first 20%, and then... The monster shows up. <laughs> and okay. I went, okay, I see what they're doing here. So basically, um, oh, 913, uh, 1974. That's what we forgot with the other episode. Didn't give it the, um... it's, its due diligence. Uh, Kiyosumi Fukuzawa is our director, of screenplay by Bunzo Wakatsuki. And special skill director is Koichi Takano. Uh, I, we have not seen anything from Bunzo Wakato Suki before.
1: <laughs> yeah, it took you a while to get through his name, which means yeah. you never
0: saw it before. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not familiar with that anyway. Um, but it is something. A very mischievous alien Koro crashes in a vacant lot. Alien Koro becomes good friends with the little Matt kids and calls his bodyguard and pet monster Renbolar. However, the operative device on its tail comes off, and he is unable to control Renvolar. Okay, so we start off with they're they're talking about the planet um, Koro. Koro, and yes. one of one of the natives is happily bouncing on his space bed, which is like this <sighs> weird silver canopy bed. This is the part I was like, I'm this is this is ridiculous. You know, C three PO says it's my lot in life to suffer. I was yeah. feeling very C-3PO <laughs> at that moment.
1: Yeah, this whole episode, I was C-3PO. I really have to do this. Let me get through this. Come I on, like, get through what it. What
0: the hell is it's going so on here? So, <sighs> and, and, okay, it's a little kid in like a red jumpsuit with silver gloves. No, red gloves. He's got red three-fingered gloves like Nightcrawler. He's right. got all these silver accents, a silver um, cowl. <sighs> um, Tail with a light up uh,
1: little thing on, on the, the very button. end, yeah, and big giant
0: foot like sort of silver clown shoes. Yes, that's exactly yeah. what they were. Um, oh. But I don't want people to think that they're long clown shoes. They're the big fat clown shoes. Yeah,
1: just yeah. giant bulbs where the feet should be. Right, that's all it is with a Cuban heel. But oh, uh, of course,
0: <laughs> course. want to style, don't oh. we? <laughs> so uh, the the bed lands in the middle of what looks to be some sort of vacant lot. And the minute that thing fell, and I was like, wait a minute, there's a lot of good miniature work going on here.
1: Are we watching Ultraman Leo? (laughs) (laughs) No, the problem was it wasn't miniature work. The bed was regular size, so they could just film in the background.
0: When 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 it fell to earth and it started circling around, And it was like looking for a place to quote unquote land, there was miniature work done there. And it was good. And I'm (laughs) like, that's how good it was. (laughs) I was like, oh wow, that's really
1: going to be strange. Like, so we I don't think it was actual miniature work because the bed was a regular size bed and they can just film it. You know, on strings which they can just kind of blur through and yeah, just film a it. A lot of work to bring a crane out there. No, it's less work to bring a crane than to build a full set. It really is. Well, they had to build a full set anyway for the monster. But that's later. Yeah,
0: that's later. What do you think? They just built it ten minutes before they shot the monster. But no, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we got the monster footage at twelve thirty. Let's get cracking on
1: those tiny buildings. you know <laughs> you got the two different things. You got the practical filming and then the monster filming. We always say that right It's the special effects director, which is just the miniatures. I don't think they used miniatures for the bed landing. Now I'll I have can't to wait until I
0: get a new laptop and I can actually pull two things up at once. <laughs> <laughs> and I can That's reference fine. these things. We'll um, go past it. Move yeah. on. <laughs> so, uh, Toro and his friends are pretending to be MAC members, um, and they're in, like, this junkyard, and they their headquarters is a bus. Right, of course. And, and the kids show up, and they're like, oh, Captain, and this big, this, just, like, th- heavy we'll set call- kid. Captain Husky. Well, they're not heavy set when they're children, Pat. If the children's section at uh, Sears taught you nothing, they're Husky. <laughs> I got you. Sorry. Yeah. Just what I wanted to be named after an Alaskan sled dog. Thanks. <laughs> um, it's just what I was looking for. So, comes out with a crutch. Of course. Because he's being more warboshi.
1: I was like,
0: <laughs> okay, I see where this episode's going, and I'm oh, okay I with it now. I was
1: okay with the kid having a crush pretending to be Moriboshi of Mac. And I sat there going, I don't know how he got to be Moriboshi, but I don't have a problem with it. Because he's the biggest him. kid and he threatened to punch the other ones, I assume. Okay. Then, then I'm okay with that. I'm I, seriously, I'm okay also, with Also, that. that's very on brand. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> So, Even as a kid, Darren Morbo, she is a douche. <laughs> yeah, Dan, Dan,
0: Dan. Uh, you know, he's like, I'll just beat you all with my crutch. You want to be captain? That sounds just like him. But it's like <laughs> all it is is like a wind, Like it's just plywood. It's great. It's the greatest. Oh, thing. It's, yeah. Of <laughs> course. So they get there, and the captain, and their their headquarters is a bus, like a derelict bus. So he goes, all right, everybody. Uh, here's your, here's your. Um, Here's your assignments for today. It, here's your uh, jobs girl, for the
1: day. Come yeah, on. Your
0: kids are going to go out on the girls are going to go out on patrol, and they're like, "All right," and they off they go. Um, and um, the one guy has to get snacks together, and yep. then uh, the other Toru, guy's got to clean the area. Yeah, Toro and the other one have to go inside and clean the headquarters. And they're like, "We just <laughs> cleaned it yesterday." <laughs> ah, the worst. Exactly. So And he's like, you want your snacks, don't you? And they're like, yeah, we want our snacks. <laughs> so and the girls find uh, the alien, Koro. And uh, well, actually, all they find is the tail sticking out of the ground, yes. right? yeah. So they call an alert. The kids all run over. And uh, they, they're like, oh, I hear crying under the ground. And they all start digging. And they dig up the, tor- the Koro
1: alien. And who is an adult, by the way? Um, yeah, I don't remember uh, fu- supposed to be an adult they don't never give an age but clearly he's supposed 12. to be an adult <laughs> <laughs> he's clearly 10 or 12 an adulty 12 <laughs> Yeah,
0: but he's hungry he's starving so he starts ordering stuff off of a space menu with <laughs> by number um, and so yeah. they figure out that through trial and error like uh, Toru brings a fish um, they figure out through trial and error that number 110 is glazed donuts, donuts. Which is great. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I'm all for
0: number 110.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly,
0: right? It's, you know, Krispy Kreme, we're number 110. But uh, <laughs> how is that not someone's weird, weird, obscure, no one's going to get this but two guys in Madawan Yeah, arguing. exactly. <laughs> uh, so the alien Koro introduces himself and decides. He's like, oh, thanks so much, guys. This is great um i really appreciate it and they're all like he's gonna eat all our donuts <laughs> like <they're> all mad. <laughs> i love this scene where it's just hand keeps reaching the bag in the air oh yeah it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. so basically he's the homer simpson
1: alien <laughs> 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 exactly
0: um, so uh he's he decides he's gonna summon his pet monster ren Ballar to validate his claims that he actually is who he is and has a monster. And um, sure enough, he can control him with his tail. And uh, he, Ren Balar, which is a very silly-looking monster. But oh, it's a ridiculous monster. I like
1: oh, yeah. I'll give him unique, but, I mean, silly as all get out. But okay. he shows up, and he's like, hey, everybody. <laughs> he waves to everybody. <laughs> And the kid makes him do tricks, and you're sitting there going, all
0: right. And he does the deep theatrical bow, and he's just like, but I love like, it's like a kid, he shows up on a kid show, and he's like through the door, hey, kid.
1: (laughs) I was like. It's I I like when they go for laughs, but this is just too slapsticky this is pedal the to the metal.
0: ridiculous <laughs> i was like yes yeah, this is yes yes thank you like i was afraid this was just going to be some sappy story about the alien kid and in his tinfoil outfit and i was going to be like oh this can't be but that monster showed up and starts like doing is- the bows and doing
1: everything else
0: like, all right, two bath. He's like, woohoo! And he's doing all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, and so Mac and Dan Moriboshi like, Yeah, you gotta send this monster back to space before something happens. And, and he's like, Yeah, that's kid- a good idea. But yeah. then uh, uh Husky Moriboshi pulls Koro's tail off, and yeah. he's like, I want to control the monster, and of course. Ren Velarco is completely out of
1: control. Right, because now nobody's controlling him. Only the he kid goes, with the tip. Go
0: he, well, <laughs> he goes, well, now he's just going to keep going till he destroys the whole planet. Holy crap. That's
1: yeah, like maybe you should have warned us of that before we actually started with the monster. <laughs> just, just maybe. Just yeah. maybe.
0: That's like saying <laughs> you've got, if your dog goes off leash, Nothing can stop him. <laughs> dog spelled backwards is God, Rich, so you don't know. Um exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. So um uh what do you call it? So it things go things start to go bad, then it starts raining, and uh Ren Bullard's like, Boo, I don't like rain, I'm gonna leave. Okay. What? Also sure, similar sure. to my dog.
1: Doesn't like the rain. <laughs> But now the question God. is does your dog eat rainbows like renderer does because <laughs> the way they had him I've not seen a him rainbow. try that was amazing that, <laughs> that was amazing. that was the one part of this show that I liked as they like broke off bits of the yeah. rainbow and you could see I'm the gone, monster gone, it, and like, crunch it in and feel like that was the one bit I actually liked. like he's eating that rainbow and
0: uh, the coral alien coral is like oh well I hope we can stop him because (laughs) if he finishes it, he's a hundred times more powerful. So Uh he's already powerful enough to destroy the whole planet. What the hell kid? (laughs) Didn't you have this thing space neutered or whatever?
1: Nope. Nope. Obviously not. Oh, good Lord. (laughs) I know. I know. (laughs) So
0: Gen was then forced to interfere as Leo and the monsters start fighting, uh, using karate. Oh no, no, no. They the monster no, no. did boxing. They, they, they box, box second because he bows to him first and they do karate first. Oh. Then they go into boxing. <sighs> and uh Koru is the round card girl in the greatest moment <laughs> oh, of comic yes. timing this series has seen <laughs> so far. Yeah. I was like, all right. This is <laughs> <laughs> when I saw that sign turn around with a round number. I was like, "No!" Oh yeah! Oh yeah! She's marching back and forth. With the I'm like, "Yes! <laughs> yes! Yeah!" This is exactly what I'm looking for. And they both have their hands up like the old timey boxers.
1: Oh yeah! Of course! Of course!
0: <laughs> oh my god! This is like they all took a phenomenal amount of something. Before LSD they started doing this one, hand it out. Here, yeah. take
1: this. See what happens with this. Yeah. See,
0: hey, why don't we have them box? Awesome. I like it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so they do six rounds of boxing. Leo wins the match and uh, Ren Bullard then faints from the exhaustion. Amazing. Just, yes. Yeah. Just, so that night, Koro remains in a headstand to allow help his tail, tail to regrow fast
1: right sure. of course hit that sign yeah. spell again please because that's yeah. how that works. oh yes you're right that is how that works <laughs> and they,
0: they somehow i guess mac um chains him up yes. yes yes so that's fine um
1: i'm just guessing as he fainted from the exertion of the boxing yeah they were able to get the chain on him yeah sure why
0: why not they did you know <laughs> tie him up and whatnot so they're feeding him donuts um, you know, do it what they have to do. Right, just um, so get
1: the tail to grow.
0: Right. So, uh, the next morning, Ren Bular awakens and uh,
1: just frees breaks himself right from chains, his chains. Exactly. Yeah,
0: yeah. fortunately for Koro though, his tail has finished regrowing after 20 hours, and he gains control of Ren Bular to stop its rampaging spree. Although he finally departs Earth, some of the children try to bathe the alien to come back by radio
1: broadcasts of music and donuts hanging
0: from fishing rods.
1: Well did you notice after the monster stopped, off, Before the monster after the monster stopped fighting and you know was bound to everybody and all that. Oh yeah, yeah. he tried to repair the radio. Count. Oh yeah, the t- <laughs> <laughs> Bo- <I was> like <laughs> 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 That doesn't work. That doesn't work. That doesn't, He's doesn't like, work.
0: He's ah, like, guys, I'm I'd have lost control of myself. I'm sorry. I like <laughs> I just feel terrible about the whole incident. I just uh, I couldn't be any more embarrassed.
1: I'm oh. so sorry. I am yeah. just so so sorry. Oh God, please. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> your
0: master, quite frankly. He seems like a nice guy. Um,
1: <laughs> wow. Just, uh, wow. Yeah. yeah, really, just wow. Just and that's all you can wow. say about this episode. <laughs> what an episode.
0: Come no, on.
1: no. Wow, it's terrible. Is where you got to go. Not oh, it's wow, not, it's great. It's, wow, it's terrible.
0: I see now personally that the the way I have to rate these things is not on like a scale of every other series. Yeah, because <laughs> at a certain point you just go, "Was I entertained?" So you okay. have to use you have to use what I'm going to call the gladiator scale of rating. Is are you not entertained? Yes, I was entertained. I was especially since I came into it super annoyed with the whole kid on his four poster bed. Yeah. Also, yes, you got to feel that. bad for Husky Moriboshi, who's like, "Boy, this is a nicer bed than I have at home." <laughs> <They're just> like, <laughs> I'm sorry, Husky Moriboshi. Yeah. Yeah. Oh that's not a man, good thing. That's I feel not bad good for thing. you, pal. Like, what are you <laughs> sleeping on at home? Like,
1: exactly. You know, that can't be good. Yeah, he's like, I have a couple of cardboard boxes and a blanket. You know, he's like, Oh You should see my pile of blankets. Oh, yeah, it's (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. I have a brick for a
0: pillow. You're just like, Oh no. Oh no. All right. So we're gonna we have two aliens technically to deal with right now. One being the alien cora. Oh crap, I just screw you ads. On my wiki <laughs> because you made me click on the ad.
1: Ah, uh, man. That sucks.
0: Yeah, so now, of course, everything's gotta go to the Google Play Store. Yeah, of course. Okay. So, of course. We're back. The Alien Um It's the worst outfit ever. Guys, oh, oh You know what? We forgot to mention. Not only does he have like this pot belly and he's got a tail, also has the Ralph Furley swinger scarf tied <laughs> around his neck. <laughs> So Renvelar, being you know the mischievous alien who fell out of bed, or no, I'm sorry, uh, alien Koro, who's 40 kilograms and 140 centimeters tall, full grown, DTF guys. He's DTF. He's got that. He's got the swinger uh, scarf on. So you know, in case that's you're into the alien dudes. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Like what is going on? Ah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> trivia. Despite looking and acting like a child, Alien Koro is uh, very old. He mentions he has 43 children, 64 grandchildren, yes. and 14 great grandchildren. The more that kid piled that stuff on, the harder I laughed at that.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. Fair yeah, enough.
0: the number of residents on planet Koro are 2,000 times the number of humans on Earth. I wonder if they have to keep that up all the time. Um,
1: like, they're still doing it, you guys. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Uh, it's not my fault mabel i gotta keep up with. You <laughs> we gotta keep up with the whole
0: <laughs> earth <coughs> i don't know where we're gonna put them it's a big <laughs> planet but, uh he has proven to be honest as he has never lied to anyone before right. and his planet is shaped like saturn
1: okay yeah all right powers, i mean Go
0: ahead. not much space yeah. bed
1: <laughs> yeah, flying bed. Okay, thanks. Dude, and tails. I'm and, looking at it,
0: and it is just a regular sort of kid's bed, yeah. spray painted silver, okay? But it's got these gold stars, like cardboard
1: cutouts, just, of course, stuck, just stuck on it.
0: It was oh they're like, look, we spent a lot we of money. We gotta get through this episode so cheaply. <laughs> we spent a lot of money on this monster, and it is not cheap. So uh, that we're cheaping out on the kid. So let's talk about Renblar, our, our our fancy monster. He's got like a sort of a chicken beak, um, sort of a cockroachy kind of back, That's um, a weird looking monster. I'll give yeah. him that. I'll he give is him that. uh 57 meters tall, oh. 36,000 tons from the planet Koro. Um, this is his only appearance, shockingly. Yeah. <laughs> i i'm gonna say i'd like to see Ren show up again and confuse the hell out of everybody that's you just like want to.
1: all the also ran monsters from this series this is all
0: you want <laughs> i would i would watch a league of also ran monsters show i mean let's
1: face it i uh,
0: really like this monster he's ridiculous yes but he is i could also see him being an ally and they're like quick somebody do some like Ultraman has to do some, like, you know how they keep some of the ultras can generate water, right? So he generates a spray of water to generate a rainbow so that the monster can eat it and become more powerful and help. Like,
1: (laughs) oh, God, no. Get
0: me me, uh, two tabs of acid and a bottle of mescal, and I'll help. And I'm falling. Yeah, (laughs) let's do it. Um, I may never come back. But, but you'll write the show by God. It yeah. won't make any sense. Just a,
1: it'll be the same show. It won't make any sense. That's right.
0: <laughs> Neo Ultraman Leo. Yes. 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 Now we're hitting now we're hitting the stride. <laughs> but yeah, so the design is by Ken Gokini. <laughs> Rembelo's ability to consume rainbows is both contradictory contradictory and scientifically impossible. <laughs> Thank you. That's
1: fine.
0: Uh, these contradictions are most likely a big scientific inaccuracy.
1: Yeah, no. Most
0: kidding. likely, <laughs> yeah, I really. would like to stress, you guys, it's most likely <laughs> a scientific, a big scientific inaccuracy.
1: Yeah, really? You think? <laughs> oh. Considering the uh, fact that no yeah. matter what you do rainbows are always 14 miles away from you. Yeah, might be a little scientifically inaccurate to be able to eat one. But I'm just saying. I yeah. don't know.
0: Look, I'm <laughs> I am Oh, there is a gif of him eating the rainbow on this. That's great. Um Oh god, no. <laughs> I'm just saying like I I'm all in on this monster. He's fantastic. Um but uh the you know, or mm-hmm. roar? Wow! you just exhaled. It went straight
1: into the microphone. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sorry. I heard you, you all of a sudden went to the background because my eon took over. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, is that what
0: that was? Nah, yeah. It sounded like I suddenly went outside and was reporting on a hurricane. <laughs> sorry. It's all right. Um 57 meters tall, 36,000 tons. His powers and weapons are rainbow consumption and flight. Oh, no. Sure. Sure. Yeah, of course of course the monster is eating the rainbow consumption <laughs> oh no stop the children la- the monsters and me la- <laughs> thank you thank you very much. we're gonna get soon <laughs> yes, so- <laughs> um oh, don't God. don't tell the jim henson people you guys, <laughs> don't tell disney
1: them. disney owns it now oh
0: bollocks yeah you're yeah. right you're right um at a certain point they'll own everything and then pretty much yeah then you know you know i saw a guy i belong to a, a boutique blu-ray um group on facebook and uh, they they were like oh uh, did anyone have any trouble ordering there's this big sale on arrow releases right now okay and uh, they were like did anybody has anyone ordered ever ordered off arrow before was it a problem and this one guy was like Ugh, i wish all these no-name labels or no-frills.
1: No-frills no. labels, probably. No, he
0: didn't call them no-frills. He called them like, uh, I don't know, generic brand labels or off-brand. He called them off-brand, off-brand okay. DVD labels. He goes, would we'll just go away, and then Universal and Sony could just release everything. And we were like, uh. the hell is the matter with you? Like, do you think you would get movies with all these bonus features and and limited nope. edition this and that it's if, the, if the, he goes i just wish that like one
1: company was putting everything out i'm like you're an idiot yeah <laughs> yeah they would not they would only put out what they wanted to put out it wouldn't be
0: they would only put yeah. out what would sell millions of copies yeah
1: and i tell yeah. you what uh you know
0: uh, death day party two isn't coming out from warner brothers it's just not gonna happen (laughs) no 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 (laughs) no. it's not gonna see it and it's not gonna come out in a fancy case with a whole (laughs) bunch of extras and a little documentary and stuff like that no it's gonna come out bare bones the trailer will be on it but it won't be restored maybe maybe it will be maybe Maybe. and it won't have english subtitles for hard of hearing like it's just gonna be it's gonna be as bare bones yeah yeah of course yeah yeah, uh, that people I don't idiot. know. I, I was know. like why don't we just have no restaurants except for Chili's? So or, I was like unless you want to go ethnic and then you could have um Taco Bell. Taco Bell, Domino's and uh Panda Express. Oh, so god like no. <laughs> oh god,
1: no. Yeah.
0: Look, we've all eaten at the Panda Express when we had to. I never have. We're we're at the mall. All right, well, what's the Panda right. Express equivalent? Long John was- Silver's?
1: <laughs>
0: Arthur funny. Treacher's.
1: Arthur Treacher's, Fish Arthur Treacher's. Oh, Fish I remember Ships. that. There you go. I remember that. You and maybe uh, four of our listeners. but um, <laughs> I am that old, I admit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's about that. Oh, uh, so many. Uh, J.C. Hendricks on our Facebook page was uh, kind enough to point out that regular mail has resumed outside of Japan. So that if you order things from Japan, you're not going to have to pay DHL rates anymore. Ah, collectibles okay. will be somewhat cheaper now. Good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was like, you two old bastards and your everything's $100. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, it is.
0: But it's not. It's not supposed to be. It's just because, just you
1: know. Everything's because of I a pandemic. You have pandemic. to understand, dude.
0: We're old and everything's $100. Anything you want is $100 at a minimum. It's annoying.
1: It's yes. super annoying. It, but, is. Um, it yeah. is.
0: But yeah, at least now things are you, you it, it'll be slower to ship, but it'll be cheaper. So that's there
1: fine. Okay, Who that's fine. We can deal with I that.
0: Look, we come from the land of please allow 4 to 8 weeks for delivery. And we yes. we're happy about that. You mean this will ship to my house in 2 months? That's crazy. What a world. <laughs> what a world. <laughs> exactly.
1: <really>. Exactly. <laughs> that's nuts.
0: I mean, you I mean I could sit at my kitchen table write you a check and it'll get to me eventually (laughs) yeah then mail mail the check in an envelope with three proofs of purchase points or whatever (laughs) and then in two months you will mail me the item i have requested that is fantastic that i tell you i tell you magic the future is here Everybody today is like, I ordered something from China and it took more than four days to
1: get here. Yeah. And it's like, dude,
0: it's China.
1: It's China. It's the other end of the world. Sorry. Even
0: even if you were in China and
1: far away from where that you ordered this thing, I would think it might take more than four days. China is yep. big. China is big. China has theoretically five time zones, but really only one because China said so. Yeah. That's got to be irritating is some guy waking up at like
0: the equivalent of 2.30 in the morning. And
1: he's like, well, I
0: guess I got to go to the office in the dark and then try to (laughs) sleep when it's super bright
1: out. Exactly. But they have one time zone because they said so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Sure. Yeah. Well, I I guess that works. I I, I don't know. I I don't get it either. But who am I to say?
0: yeah exactly. yeah apparently not the right guy because there would be some time zones. <laughs> imagine that you're trying to you're trying to like if you're one of those guys who the minute it starts getting dark, you start getting sleepy, you know, like someone with a circadian rhythm, so <laughs>
1: <laughs> just saying just hands all. yeah, millions of years of evolution for mm-hmm. no reason. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're supposed to be sleeping when it's dark, says the two guys who work second shift.
1: Exactly. So, yeah.
0: go figure well anyways I think that's going to do it for this week great um, review and subscribe thanks to everybody who is listening uh, again the coffee account will be up shortly um, and uh, possibly the Amazon affiliate link as well um, but we'll let you know when it is ready and if you feel like throwing money at us don't feel obligated but, but we'll be happy to, yes. just trying to yes. we're just trying to wet our peaks a little bit
1: Try not to be broke. That's all we're trying yeah, to do. Nobody wants a dry beat. <laughs> so, all
0: right, guys. So, on behalf of the Science Patrol, my name is Rich
1: Conner. I'm Pat Rooney. Sally Ford. Take care, everybody. Bring back Bach. Oh, <laughs> Talk to you. <laughs> Bye.
0: Music for this podcast is provided by Terminal Sunburn. Visit terminalsunburn.bandcamp.com. Post-production by Casey Kittle for Faces for Radio Productions. Visit us on the web at ultramanpodcast.com or find us on Facebook. Our email address is ultramanpodcast at gmail.com. The Science Patrol can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever else you find your podcasts. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Until next time, for The Science Patrol, I'm Gretchen Brooks from the Kaiju Cast.